It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I don't like my doctor, Alice, and... Um, I'm sorry? Yes. Uh, yes. First of all, this I got the anal probe again, and this time he put a little something on it. He goes, I know, I know. And it's like, wait a second. Did how, he hear you talking about it? How raped am I getting during these? <laughs> it's like, I, I, I don't... I've gone from never once ever being uh, raped at the doctor's office to now constantly. It's this. I'm done with him. What was he? Last time you were there, I'm like a year him. and a half, two years ago or something? I am done with him. <laughs> well, and you said they wouldn't even give you your prescription yet? They won't give me a prescription. They, Yeah. You, 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 I, I guarantee you he's going to be calling me and saying, Did you know they what? say you were skinnier at least? No, they didn't say anything good. You That's are it. skinnier though. Right. You've got to be healthier a little yes. bit. A tiny yes. bit. Yes. It doesn't matter. I don't get to have the stuff I need. and That's, <laughs> that's it. And you don't need it anymore because you're healthy. <laughs> maybe we'll see. We'll see, Alice. Uh, I assume that uh, my organs are going to say something very different, and then uh, <laughs> they, they're going to try to tractor beam me into the system, in which case I will be saying bye-bye. You'll be pleased to know I made a doctor's appointment today, too. Actually, two doctor's appointments. That's good. That's great. Because now I'm an adult. I've got a primary care <clears throat> physician again, which I haven't had in at least four, maybe more years. They were like, can you transfer your records from your previous doctor? And I was like, you were coming I mean, out really low. I mean, maybe, but I, it's been a long time, so I don't know how useful that information is going to be to you anymore. We could just start from scratch. And they were like, oh, okay. <laughs> so that's It fine. is. The signal is barely but there. I don't think, well, it's coming in fine for me. And I sound louder to me now, too. I don't know. Do you have like the, uh, the AUX, the the usb in like turned down like your is this doing this again is that what this is what did you end up having to do when you did that i don't know anyway i'm changing your channel stay stay tuned hold on don't stop don't say anything that is ridiculous check one two check one two check one two damn that is low what would be causing causing that it's not low for me 
So it's well, got to be something about the USB because it's coming out just fine on the line in and on my headphones. It's coming oh. in totally fine oh, for me. Oh, maybe that's what's going on Is it on a setting here? on your computer? Yes. Oh, I'm going to have to restart here. Fuck! Okay, well, I can I can put my audio again. Okay, do you want me to keep my audio? Do you want I... me to take my audio and upload it? Check one. Check one, two? Yeah, that's it. Check one, two. Check one, two. Check one, two. Yeah, it's better. Okay. I can give you. Okay. So I'll just take your audio. I can upload the audio. It's fine. I don't like to start the show that way. I know. Morgan says it's Richard Lloyd's birthday today. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is either. Uh, Okay. So I hated my doctor. I think he's a jerk and I'm sick of being raped by him. So I'm going to move on from that. Uh, and in this the slew of things, I don't want a, a doctor to to put me on the path to, to. I want just the pills I need. In that's it. Okay, I do not trust the medical bureaucracy. I have seen both of my parents inside it. I do not wish to be tracked to being in it. If I have done behaviors or if I have ignored things that I shouldn't have, and I'm on the route to dying, I will die. I will do not want to be in the hospital system. So that. Side. Karate <laughs> uh, was... My e- headphones are buzzy now. Okay. I, well, mine aren't. I don't, I don't know. Okay. I could just throw the laptop okay. and... Okay, never mind. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't just... It was if it was just me. If it's just me, I can't it's tell. fine. I can't record anymore, so I can't tell. Okay. Well, I'm sorry about that. Please do let us know in the chat if your the audio sounds buzzy. Um, Morgan says Richard Lloyd played for Matthew Sweet. So, there you go. Oh, you're kidding me. And oh. it's his birthday. So cool. happy birthday, Richard. How cool. Don't sue us for using your music, please. Okay, so the other thing is, uh, oh, karate today. My goodness. So all the kids essentially were in costume. <clears throat> were in costume. And they were playing for candy. We had a lot of sideways happening. My kids just crumbled. <laughs> this broke their psyche because they were competing for candy. And How was our kid? That's what I'm concerned Ours was about. good because he won candy. So had he not won candy, I think it would have been we would have been picking up the pieces. How is his costume compared to the other kids? I mean, I guess it's good. I mean, I don't know. He's a Roblox character. It seemed like uh, the senpai Kai, senpai Chase, senpai Chase. It seems like he knew what he, what was. he was. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, so it was it was pretty good, pretty good. But um, but uh, yeah, some other kids. Whew. Oh, yeah, yeah you introduce candy into the equation, and it yeah. does like destroy some children. Um, and oh yes, so what is this? You're joining QAnon today? Is that what's going on? I'm going to see Two Thousand Mules with a bunch of friends. A Republican group around here rented the Vision Max Theater in Salisbury. Are you all? And they're are showing... you all wearing your antlers that you wore into the Capitol on January sixth? No. <laughs> yes, but... yes. As a matter of fact, I have my antlers hanging mules. up by the door. What a social event to go to! <laughs> I'm going to go see Two Thousand Mules. I'm excited. And then tomorrow night, I'm going to a Jeff Deal event, which is super exciting. Exciting. I talked to Jeff Deal this morning and I have some great audio that I'm going to um, cut up and put together and release tonight, which I'm super excited about, about the Massachusetts ballot questions. He was great. He was great. He That's was great fantastic. He was going on CUNA right after me. Good. Um, and then I was in the car actually when he was on CUNA. So I listened to that and CUNA uh, asked him why Donald Trump isn't giving him any money or helping him. And what's the answer? 
Uh, Jeff said, you know, who Donald Trump isn't really giving out money. Like, he endorsed him. He held a tele-rally for him. Corey Lewandowski worked for the campaign. Like, what do you want from Trump? Like, who, well, I mean, who, is, money. who is Trump personally giving money to, though? No, if nobody. Anything, if anything, Trump is sucking money out of Republican races because he's taking right. donations for Trump. Yes. Trump isn't giving money to people that I know of. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. But is anybody, is he sharing his campaign more chest with anyone Famously, at the moment? Famously, no. I mean, that's pretty much what my impression is, for sure. So, so I don't know. But, uh, you know, it was encouraging talking to Jeff. We talked about some of the, I mean, not on the air, but, like, offline, too. We talked about some of the poll results and, and how, like, they're they're far apart, but they're moving in the right direction. Like, if you look at any given pollster, mm -hmm. um, he's closed the gap. Like, he was down, like, 31 with Suffolk polls in july and now he's down 23 which is like not where you want to be obviously but that's a lot closer than 31 so that's like a positive he also said that paleologos was um sampling an electorate that looks like the 2018 electorate mm -hmm. which really isn't the same thing that was a democrat enthusiasm year that mm -hmm. was a an anti-trump midterm like enthusiasm women's march enthusiasm kind of year you know that so that's not the same as the electorate I think we'll see this time. I also just don't think that any of these pollsters are pulling the electorate right. I'm not saying I think Jeff will necessarily win because he's obviously at a huge disadvantage, like money-wise. Um, you know, the media has obviously iced him out completely. The state is a tough haul. But I think I think this race is going to be so much closer than 23 points. I really do. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, I totally agree. I think I totally it's going to be. I think he'll be in the 40s certainly. Yes. I and. And I think it's going to come as a surprise to people, and people are going to wish that they had put more money and energy into it because crime in the economy. It's I mean, you... I think Don Bolduc's going to win. There was a poll last oh, yeah, night. Totally. That I, I forget if I said this on our show mm -hmm. or just to you as an aside, but there was just a poll yesterday that was showing Don Bolduc, the New Hampshire Senate candidate, only down a point to Maggie Hassan. That's a race that five thirty-eight has like an eighty percent chance of Maggie Hassan winning, right? Like that's. If that race is that close, the Democrats have got serious, serious problems. And I know I'm like a broken record on this, but, I, you know, it remains to be seen. But anyway, um, Wednesday night, I'm going to be at Toscana's in Peabody at a Jeff Deal event. And I'll be at 2000 Mules tonight. Oh. It's just a packed, fun week. So, yeah, we we actually talked a little in the audio I'm going to release about election integrity mm -hmm. and the, the driver's licenses for illegal immigrants in Massachusetts. And, um, what do you mean? I didn't see illegal immigrants mentioned in the ad, the pro ad for the driver's license freedom for everybody. There was oh. no mention of illegal immigrants. Oh, but it was super interesting. I can't wait to release this. You're going to love it. Can you it. imagine he's talking how sleazeball like, that is? That how, the people like, behind the referendum question don't want you to know that illegals are getting these driver's uh -huh. licenses? Yeah, it's crazy. And like, it's so fascinating because he was talking about how he's been talking to so many cops and there are these like drug routes where they're running fentanyl like up into Maine and that they're like well-known drug routes and they are usually getting rental cars because it's like less trackable to them mm. and stuff so and all this and i don't know it was it was a fascinating conversation and like how if they don't have a license it allows the cops like it gives them a tool because they know these guys are like running they know that's what it is when they catch these guys on these routes and these rental cars and so if they don't have a license that's like um a 
probable cause to search the car. But if they have now a Massachusetts, a valid Massachusetts license, it, I don't know. It was so interesting. He's so, so knowledgeable on these issues and on like the tax issues around question one, two. It was a really great conversation. So I also think that pay LePage in Maine could win. Mm-hmm. He's I mean, within 10 points. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think, I think November 8th is going to be an upsetting evening for a lot of Democrats. I hope so. Oh, you know it's tonight. Fetterman Oz debate. That's right. <laughs> We're missing it right now. So last I am night, John Fetterwoman. Well, uh, I I can't wait to see if he actually does the debate and how it will turn out. Um, I don't know what to do about the buzz. Um, it's that thing. It is that thing. That, um, that thing in particular. But uh, I thing? can't wait to see like if he shows up, how he does. Will he need the questions to read them on a Teleprompter. They are on a teleprompter. Yeah, he's got one on stage tonight. <laughs> it's so yeah. ridiculous. What are we doing? What well, are we doing? I mean, the Democrats nominated him, and they love him. I mean, he. I don't like I him sharing the same earth with me. I don't like him. <laughs> I can't believe. I can't believe the polls show him up still. I don't buy it. I just don't buy it. But anyway, so yeah, so DeSantis was last night. DeSantis was phenomenal, as you would expect. Mm-hmm. He was great. He was just on point and awesome on every question. The one big like thing they tried, well, there were a couple things they tried to make into a gotcha, which were hilarious to me. One was um, Charlie Crist at one point asked him, uh, you know, are do, do you commit to be the governor for the full four years and right. not to run for president in 2024? Which, obviously, Ron DeSantis is going to run for president in mm-hmm. 2024. If he's polling where he is right now, he's polling there with everybody knowing that he's going to run for president in 2024. There's no surprise here. Everyone knows that's what he's doing. It's still a pretty desperate question for Chris to pose. Yeah. Him. Well, yeah. Like, because- obviously, you're better than me at all of everything. But are you going to abandon us and be honest yeah. with the people? So he turned right to him and asked him this question. And Ron DeSantis didn't say anything for a mm-hmm. minute and didn't say anything. And Charlie Chris goes, see, he won't answer. And all the little like Democrat tweeters were like, Ron DeSantis freezes up when asked if he'll run in 2024. But then, of course, if you watch the rest of the video, he then turns to the moderator and says, is it my time? Am I allowed to answer? And the moderator says, well, we didn't agree to asking each other questions. This is technically his time, but, you know, we can go to you now and you can answer the question because because it wasn't in the debate rules. Like, he wasn't allowed to talk during right. Charlie Crist's time. So that's why he didn't answer the question. So that's, you know, fine. But And he had a perfectly fine answer. And he was great. I mean, it, like I say, all the voters know he's going to run in 2024. Right. So if they if they're voting for him, they already know that, and I think most of them would want him to run in 2024 over what we have right now. Absolutely. You know, I would say when you oppose the parents' rights and education bill, which prevents six, seven, eight-year-olds from having sexuality, gender ideology injected in their curriculum, you are the one that's waging the culture war. I'm simply defending parents and students because it's inappropriate to have that in elementary school. It's inappropriate to tell a a six-year-old that they were born in the wrong body. It's inappropriate to tell an eight-year-old that they may have been born a girl, but maybe they're really a boy. That's wrong. We need to do the basics. We need to teach them to read, write, add, and subtract. Uh, And if we do that, we'll continue to lead 
in fourth grade reading and fourth grade math like we did in today's NAEP results, which is a great testament to having open schools and a lot of hardworking folks in our school system. I also signed, and I'm the, I'm the father of a five-year-old daughter and a two-year-old daughter as well as a four-year-old son, but my daughters are very athletic, and we signed legislation to protect the right of women athletes, that you should not have someone competing on the men's team for three years and then switch to the women's team. Charlie Crist opposed Governor, that bill. Time. He said he would have vetoed it. I'm going to protect women's sports in the state of Florida. It's, I almost feel bad for Charlie Christian how bad he's going to get beaten in November because he's so terrible. The other thing I loved is this lady. Uh, what is her freaking? What's her stupid name? Um, Olivia something. She's a um, Olivia Juliana, maybe. She's this uh, like Texas. Gen Z abortion activist, uh, let's say she, her, director of politics at Gen Z for Change, loud and proud opinions, my own photos and tweets are not endorsements. She tweeted out um, last night, she was very upset that, uh, as she pointed out, Ron DeSantis said the Civil War wasn't fought over slavery and that that was really wrong and it was about <laughs> states' rights to do what and all this stuff. Tens of thousands of likes and retweets. And of course, what he said is uh, this. He said, um, <clears throat> he said, we shouldn't be distorting American history by saying that the American Revolution was fought to defend slavery, which is not true. Okay. So she was upset. He said the Civil War wasn't fought over slavery. Let me read you what he said again. To distort American history by saying that the American Revolution was fought to defend slavery, which is not true. Oh, that's great. And her tweet again was? Her tweet was that she was pissed that he said that the Civil War wasn't fought to defend slavery. That's great. That's like my uh, MSP. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, of course, they're all idiots. They tried to... You know, she said, Ron DeSantis just said the Civil War wasn't fought about slavery. What was it about then, Ron? A state's right to do what? <laughs> Actually, it's about the 13 colonies, right? To not be taxed without representation in Parliament? <laughs> so, you know, but, it, like, what do you expect from these people? They're desperate. They're desperate. And Ron DeSantis is completely likable, completely reasonable. His positions are popular and reasonable, and he's well-liked, and he's going to win in a landslide, and then he's going to run for president. And they are freaking terrified of that. Mm -hmm. They are terrified of that. Let's see. Well, what if Trump runs? I, he's, I, think, um, I think they'll both probably run. Mm -hmm. um, but I think they're more scared of Ron DeSantis right now at this moment in time. Because they beat Trump once now. You know, not according to the movie you're going to see tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, they think they beat Trump. <laughs> right. There <laughs> you go. So anyway, um, it's funny. The other thing I've noticed about it is he referenced in that clip that you just played, like how there are great test score results compared to the rest of the country are a testament to having open schools. And I've noticed like a bunch of liberals are now actually in complete denial about what happened during 2020 they're like actually just lying about it so they're doing this thing now where if you tweet like you know we need to keep the schools open they're like what do you mean by open schools the schools are always open 
Yeah, I've noticed that too. What are you talking too. about? I've noticed that too. And there was somebody who's like, it's crazy that people are referencing lockdowns like they were literally locked in their house. That never happened. What are you talking about? I mean, like, they're, like, actually in fantasy land. Meanwhile, the town next to us was, like, taking down basketball hoops, and our mm-hmm. health inspector wouldn't let our kids use the playground. Yes, like, and they filled, I mean, they filled in skate parks with cement. Well, I think... You for, weren't locked down. Shut up. Stop. I think for a lot it's of not people... not true. I think for a lot of people on the left, they wanted to be in captivity. So... They don't. They didn't feel they were locked down. Not enough, apparently. No, they felt that they were like. I was too free. Yeah, they, they were like, yeah, lock me down, make sure. I'm lock me down from... harder, Daddy. Jesus, Alice. <laughs> Alice. So liberals feel about the government. Jesus. So anyway, yeah, I I think DeSantis is gonna clean up with them, and we never got to um, my uh. My uh, Financial Times article about Ron DeSantis, too, Mm -hmm. which is hilarious because they did a whole... I mean, there's been a number of these, like, hit pieces on Ron DeSantis where they, like, sort of frame it as a profile of him. But then they interview, like, somebody who knew three people who knew him in college and one of them thinks he was a jerk or something. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, like, that's right. Oh, all yes, kinds he said of the like... word thigh instead okay, of Okay, yes, so so in this particular Financial Times one, um, they actually... They actually said that. They they interviewed somebody. This is, like, third-hand, too, by the way. It's not, like, somebody who was actually hanging out with him. But... um. You know, they talk about, they do the normal stuff, like he's known to wear earbuds to deflect social interactions. Besides his wife, he has few friends, let alone confidants. Uh, There's is no this supposed to be a negative people. hit against him? <laughs> <laughs> so he's really good at othering people, said a veteran Florida Republican You know activist. anybody in your life, else who wears headphones to, to try avoid. to ignore the... Yeah, actually, and you... Unlike Ron DeSantis, who has his wife as a confidant, you don't even talk to me, so you have zero confidants. No, I have confidants. Is that how you say that? Yes, Alice. Oh, I thought it was because you confide in people. Um, Maybe in the cyborg factory (laughs) where they created you, they haven't given you the correct inflection and enunciation. I'm sorry, geez. At some point. I apologize to everybody. You are my confidant. (laughs) <laughs> At Yale, he also found refuge in, refuge in the Delta Kappa Epsilon fraternity, oh, an, athlete, an athlete-heavy club that featured barrels of beer and prominent Imagine former. That. <laughs> Imagine that. He drank jock- beer in college, Tom. That is that is um, groundbreaking. That is not normal. Imagine the athlete. Wait, he he was there on a baseball he was scholarship, at a and he hung out. In the frat for jocks, mm-hmm. where they drank beer. Yes, you have that correct. And he goes around and listens to music with his iPods. With his, yeah, his P- earbuds in. Yeah, in. he doesn't want to talk to people. <clears throat> uh, featured barrels of beer and prominent former members, including the Bushes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait a second. You mean George Herbert Walker Some Bush? Some Bushes, apparently. I don't know. George Herbert Walker Bush was there in, like, 1951. <laughs> It does say, w was it there does, in, in the fairness, se- in the it does 60s. say prominent former members. And it doesn't say at the same school. Did they they mention, were just in the same fraternity. Did they mention prominent former member um, John Kerry? I don't, is he in the same frat? He and both, supposedly he and Bush were both in Skull and Bones. 
Is that that? I don't even know anything Secret about society. Mm-hmm. Including the Bushes and Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. Mm-hmm. Mm. In his recent pandemic memoir, What Just Happened, Notes from a Long Year, author and critic Charles Finch recalled two things about his former classmate known then as D. He Imagine that. <laughs> I wonder what for death probably, because they, they knew that he'd be killing everybody during COVID. He did an uncanny impression of baseball star Jose Canseco. <laughs> Son of a... Very disturbing behavior. Very disturbing. Of course, it's not what they need because Canseco does not have like uh, any uh, an ethnic way of speaking. They need yeah. it to be. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And according to a friend, so this is author and critic Charles Finch recalls that according to a friend. Morgan mentioned says Bohemian Grove. I know people have gone to that. Have you ever, you've not, you've not been invited, right? No, what is that? It's like a Republican retreat where they put oh. on plays and get drunk and do all sorts of stuff. Hmm, wow. Very yeah. fancy. I'm not fancy. I just get invited to 2,000 mules. So um, so the author and critic Charles Finch recalled that, according to a friend, Ron DeSantis would tell dates that he liked Thai food but pronounced it thigh food. And if they corrected him, Finch wrote, he would find an excuse to leave. He didn't want a girlfriend who corrected him. That's great. So this is Charles Finch writing what a friend told him Ron DeSantis mm-hmm. would say to date and speculating about Ron DeSantis' motivation. I have one for hard and fast rule here, food. sweetie. You I call it thigh food. And if you take <laughs> uh, issue with that, I'll be leaving. Back to the barrels of beer frat with me. Another former classmate recalled it was a different brilliant Yale athlete, football player Eric Johnson, who friends expected would go on to great things. After playing professionally, Johnson married pop star Jessica Simpson. This person, D, this person said, struck them as just another white jock at Yale. I wonder if Johnson is DeSantis' age and Jessica Simpson, too. Maybe she is. He's in his mid-40s. Yeah. So... Anyway, then he went to Harvard Law School, was a military legal officer, all this stuff... I mean, like, I don't, what could possibly, they have nothing on the guy, because the hit pieces on him are, like, pathetic. I don't even know, where's the part about his wife and how they met? Because that was incredible, too. This is in the Financial Times, by the way. So this is not, like, I don't know, In Touch Weekly or something Mm -hmm. that's writing this junk. But, um... 
yeah, when the DeSantis's moved to Tallahassee, Casey's power was immediately evident. The governor's wife of 12 years claimed what had been the chief of staff's office, confirming her role as her husband's closest advisor. She has her own staff. I believe when Hillary Clinton was all into being a part of the Clinton administration, we were told it was like two for the price of one mm-hmm. and a great thing and a huge asset, right? Not like in this sinister tone of what it is. Also earbuds. She has her own <laughs> staff. As she tells it, she and Ron met cute at a golf driving range. See, she says that she was looking at a bucket of balls. He thought she was looking at him. It is possible both things are true. Ooh. <laughs> what does that even mean? I mean, I think it's trying to say, say that uh, he's inanimate he's and a, stupid. He's a bucket of balls. Okay. Both <laughs> things are true. Like, who said... Like, that's the kind of thing really where an editor would say, are you trying to be deep? Just cut that crap out. Just get to it. Both things are true. Shut the freak up. <laughs> so, anyway, um, that's what I have on that. Corrine Jean-Pierre was really dumb today. Okay. Let me find it. Uh, that's good because I haven't heard this. I've been on the run since I've been out all day. Yeah. So, um... If you are going to play, is that the... Oh, yeah, the, I was, I'm there. You want me to start at the top? Uh, do you have the RNC research one? We'll just start with that because that one's funny. I think that's the last one I send you where she gets asked what will happen to the economy if like the Republicans take office. Huh. Oh, this is their new thing that they're saying. And, you know, it is, it is, um, it is, you know, it is not, uh, it is a, it is, you know, it is reckless. It is playing a reckless game with our economic, with our economy. Holy Lord. <laughs> they need to get her out of there, historic first or not. How long do they need to keep her before they can safely be like, good job, you are the historic first. Well done. Well, she's got to go on. She's got to get a gig. So MSNBC has to hire her away. <laughs> White House observing instances of voter suppression in Georgia and other states that adopted some of these laws over the last two years. Uh, look, we we have seen ourselves, I just laid out, we've seen ourselves from what legislation, uh, state legislations that we have seen across the country. Uh, that is suppressing the right to vote. Uh, and uh, look, we believe that people should have the fundamental uh, access uh, to voting. Uh, as you know, very early in this administration, the president signed an executive order on how he can, what he can do from the federal level to make voting easier uh, for the uh, for the American people. He did that on the anniversary of, of Selma, the, mar- the march uh, that we know oh, uh, the icon mess. John Lewis uh, helped to lead. What a mess. And he wanted to make sure that he, he took action and not just words. Uh, so, as you know, the president is very attuned to this. Uh, That's but again, the problem. I don't want to get into specifics of what is currently happening but in one race. On the White House observing of instances of voter suppression in Georgia and other states Selma, that adopted. So it's like I'm trying to stop important. this. Okay. Well, doesn't that just tell you? <laughs> tell you the priorities of this administration? They've got all they have. That's why they pulled out of Afghanistan too, because so that right, you could make 9/11. a big speech on 9/11. All they have is it's 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 leading so by symbolism. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. Yeah, no, but it gets better. Play the one right above that too. But again, this is something that we have seen uh, throughout throughout this past couple of years and how voting, uh, the access to voting is being attacked. But doesn't that record turnout show that Georgia voters are finding ways to vote even amid the, with the thumb Look, I, Yeah, I'm not going to get into specifics of what Georgia voters are doing. What I am saying is that, uh, you know, Jimmy generally speaking, again, more broadly speaking, of course, high turnout and voter suppression can take place at, at the same time. 
They can. The high turnout and the voters' depression can both be happening at once. It can all be true. So no matter what, it's already stolen? It's There was already voter suppression. They can see there was voter suppression because the legislation's that it's suppressing the vote. They can't, it's, they know that it's true. And Joe Biden is helping. And we were supposed to pass the John Lewis Act to stop everybody's vote from being suppressed because even though they're all voting, the high turnout is just happening at the same time as all the voter suppression. I don't, I, she can't be enjoying this, can she? Like, does she just wake up every day and be like, I have to go out there again and stumble around? Or does she like feel great about how she does? Do you think? I don't think she does. Although I don't think anybody criticizes her. I mean, yeah, I guess maybe. So, but uh, she's um, she's. Did we talk about the awful. burger last night, Kuchen Burger? Uh, no, I think that happened after. Um, so yeah, so Kuchen Burger, the uh, superintendent of the Melrose Public Schools. Where we've talked about her before. She's the one who canceled Halloween. She mm-hmm. was on Turtle Boy. She, she de-emphasized, Alice. Uh-huh. She lost $2.5 million. So there was that. Like, the school, those school departments just accidentally spent, like, $2 million more dollars than the budget. <laughs> and we're That's like, great. we're not sure what happened, actually. We didn't notice until we finished out the year and couldn't close our books. So she is not going to be seeking a contract renewal this year. So I, I was told to put my phone on vibrates last week. I know. Well, I'm Because you got to be queuing on people saying, when are you yeah, getting here, dude? Yeah, I, my friends are letting me know that I need to get there. So. Um, oh, okay. Well, no, they're not really. They're not really. That was many... a spam call. So. Um, the other thing that's interesting is, did you see what happened with the um, the Congressional Progressive Caucus and their Ukraine statement and that whole thing that like started yesterday? Oh, I, I know yesterday? that there was a big uh, letter that was signed, actually, by some yeah, from so, righties, too, right? It was bipartisan, wasn't it? Or was it not? It was just progressives? This was the Progressive Caucus. Right, okay. Um, and they sent Biden this letter and... They sent Biden this letter, so, and it was basically saying, like, Ukraine and Russia should make peace. Yeah, just shouted AOC once at her own event and they Well, are... this was, like, Pramila Jayapal and all that. I'm not sure if AOC signed it. Maybe she did. Probably. I don't know. So they thought that they should, like, seek a peace agreement. That was, like, the letter. But then everybody was mad because Ukraine is absolutely the good, scrappy, heroic... Uh, like Luke Skywalker and he shouldn't have to negotiate with Darth Vader and, you know, they should defeat Russia once and for all and remove Putin from power. I don't know what fantasy land that we're in where this is problematic to say that you want them to make peace, but um, they have withdrawn their Ukraine letter from yesterday hmm. because of the backlash. Uh, Representative Pramila Jayapal, chair of the CPC, issued the following statement on a letter sent regarding Ukraine. The Congressional Progressive Caucus hereby withdraws its recent letter to the White House regarding Ukraine. The letter was drafted several months ago, but unfortunately was released by staff without vetting. As chair That's of the great. caucus, I accept responsibility for this. because of Except I just threw the staff, the underpaid... <laughs> staffers under the bus who don't get paid to be out here and be famous but who was released by staff without vetting as chair of the caucus i accept responsibility for this because of the timing our message is being conflated by some as being equivalent to the recent statement by leader mccarthy threatening an end to aid of with 
to Ukraine if Republicans take over. The proximity of these statements created the unfortunate appearance that Democrats who have strongly and unanimously supported and voted for every package of military, strategic, and economic assistance to Ukrainian people are somehow aligned with Republicans who seek to pull the plug on American support for President Zelensky and the Ukrainian forces. Nothing could be further for the truth. We have gotten back in line, basically. Every war ends with diplomacy, and this one will too, after Ukrainian victory. The letter sent yesterday, although restating that basic principle, has been conflated with GOP opposition to support for the Ukrainians' just defense of their national sovereignty. As such, it is a distraction at this time, and we withdraw the letter. So, there you go. They made a mistake. They took it back. <laughs> and they blamed the staff. <laughs> the staff released it without asking us. It was, this was not our fault. We did not we did not agree to this. We do fully support Ukraine. Only after Ukraine has conquered all of Europe will we allow <laughs> will we allow Congress to stop sending them missiles. I mean, I, it's just it's just pathetic. It's just pick a position and stand with it. They're just such babies. They're just such babies. And the other thing that I had that I wanted to get to is that um, Elon Musk is saying the Twitter deal could close oh, good as news. soon as Friday. Good news. Hold on. What? Good, okay. good equity good news. news. Good equity news? Yes. Okay, I'm ready. Washington Post, white people are now more likely to die of COVID than black people. Thank goodness. Oh. I was waiting. I was waiting. Excellent. I was having to purge a lot of guilt with my therapist that I was not as likely to die of COVID as black people were. Thank you know goodness. It is it is about time. Well, now, we the, but the work the is not over. The work is not over. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Because now we need skinny people to die at the same rates as fat people. I certainly agree with that. <laughs> so, get on it, skinny people. Start dying off. Mm -hmm. And skinny people need to die uh, with uh, from diabetes. And, and heart much. disease and yes. every other thing. Okay. All the other things. Because there's nothing wrong with being a fat whatsoever. Yeah. We, <laughs> I'll get to work. <laughs> I'll get to work. Just leave some more wires around the studio and I'll try and die at an appropriate rate. Um, but uh, yeah, also good news. Um, Elon Musk is saying that the, he could close the Twitter deal as soon as Friday, mm -hmm. which is exciting. I've like been cautiously optimistic. I haven't even like fully necessarily believed that it was actually going to go through, but it's looking like it's really going to happen this time, which is so exciting. Of course, he said he's going to lay off like 75% of the workforce. Yes. And they're all wigging out that that will like make content moderation really difficult. <laughs> That's great. So That is so great. They also, the Twitter employees, according to Time, um, have an open letter to Elon Musk. To staff, Elon Musk, and board of directors, we, the undersigned Twitter workers, believe the public conversation uh, is in <clears throat> jeopardy. Elon Musk's plan to lay off 75% of Twitter workers will hurt Twitter's ability to serve the public conversation. They can go to Parler. Yay owns Parler now. A threat of this magnitude is reckless, undermines our users and our customers' trust in our platform, and is a transparent act of worker intimidation. Twitter has significant effects on societies and communities across the globe. As we speak, Twitter is helping to uplift independent journalism in Ukraine oh, and Iran, as well as powering social uplift. movements around the world. A threat to workers at Twitter is a threat to Twitter's future. These threats have an impact. It's not a threat. It's not a threat. He's just going to fire some people. Right. Like, he's yeah. not threatening you. Like he's a, If he owns a company, he's allowed to fire people. That's allowed. 
These threats have an impact on us as workers and demonstrate a fundamental disconnect with the realities of operating Twitter. They threaten The best our- thing, too, is that they're saying, it's like, okay, we can't afford to have you anymore. You're dead wood and you suck at this, so we, you have to go now because we're running a business and we needed to run it tight. And their retort is, but we're uplifting people. (laughs) Okay, now you you really need to go, okay? They land on a little more. Every one of you you sounds like uh, Cody. There's more reasons they can't be laid off, too. A threat to workers at Twitter is a threat to Twitter's future. These threats... Okay, wait, I read that already. We, uh... They threaten our livelihoods, access to essential health care, and the ability for visa holders to stay in the country they work in. We cannot do our work in an environment of constant harassment and threats. Without our work, there is no Twitter. Fantastic. (laughs) We, the workers at Twitter, will not be intimidated. We recommit to supporting the communities, organizations, and businesses who rely on Twitter. Go build your own Twitter then. Well, they can recommit. It's just the key cards (laughs) aren't going to work. They can... (laughs) We will not stop serving the public conversation. And that's fine, too. They just can't do it inside the Twitter building anymore. (laughs) We, the workers at Twitter, we call on Twitter management and Elon Musk to cease these negligent layoff threats. As workers, we deserve... I think he's going to cease them once... Well, that letter should do it. That definitely. (laughs) We call on Twitter management and Elon Musk to cease these negligent layoff threats. As workers, we deserve concrete commitments so we can continue to preserve the integrity of our platform. We demand of current and future leadership respect. We demand leadership to respect the platform and the workers who maintain it by committing to preserving the current headcount. Safety. We demand that leadership does not discriminate against workers on the basis of their race, gender, disability, sexual orientation, or political beliefs. We also demand safety for workers on visas who will be forced to leave the country they work in if they are laid off. Protection. We demand Elon Musk explicitly commit to preserve our benefits, those both listed in the merger agreement and not, e.g. remote work. We demand leadership to establish and ensure fair severance policies for all workers before and after any change in ownership. And dignity. We demand transparent, prompt, and thoughtful communication around our working conditions. We demand to be treated with dignity and not to be treated as mere pawns in a game played by billionaires. So, uh, yeah, um, I'm excited about the Twitter thing again. I've thrown caution to the winds. I'm no longer just cautiously optimistic. I'm actually excited. I hope the deal really closes Friday. I literally can't wait for that. So, um, Morgan says he wouldn't trust Elon because he has a bunch of kids with a bunch of women and he wants to put microchips in your brain. That's true. He is like a transhumanist like futurist kind of guy which uh, yeah i'm not a fan of he's like read too many sci-fi novels which is fine uh on the children point though he's like super pro natalist which is i mean like i don't like that they're with different women but i he's like very pro having lots of children and like very pro having lots of children is good for the planet and humanity so i like that about him i'm not 100 percent aligned with elon musk certainly on many things and i don't love that we fund so much of his stuff with um like green energy uh program money from the taxpayers that's not my favorite but mostly i'm just enjoying this whole thing where he's buying twitter and he's gonna fire them all so i'm right there <laughs> Yeah, I'm all I'm all for it, all over it. What else is going on? Anything? Um, that's all I had for today, really. Anything else going on with you? Uh, no, I no. I mean, I lived today off of uh, my pal. Uh, 
Oh, oh well, you know what? You know what? I, Cody. You know Poor what? Cody. What if Cody like kills himself or something? Well, mm. you've been trashing him. Yeah, all he's... day on the radio and on our podcast. Well, then I don't know who would run the College Forgiveness <laughs> Debt League. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it'd be, by the way, did you see that he went to Johns Hopkins? Mm-hmm. And he went to, he's got a all famous. Yeah, he's got a big resume. And he did like data and policy. He could get a real job. Imagine that if pays Cody money. was right from begging for college relief, having just been married, begging for a house. No, my point I made today was this. And it's a good, it's a good epiphany. Is that if he wants us to pay for his wedding and his new house, so I'm doing the job of Cody now, then I should also just, that's fine, do that. I should also be able to sleep with his wife. And <laughs> if, since I'm Cody's dad now, I should, I should be able to have sex with his mother too. Because I, I'm feeling the role of the dad. Why shouldn't I? I should be able to go and eat cold chicken from his fridge, drink the dad's beer, and lay down with uh, Mrs. Well, Cody. you can't drink beer because you're right. in a week of money. Right. But, but you we'll know, I should tomorrow. be. Well, I mean, you know. Um, so that's where I am on that. That's where I am on that. We got a couple of chat chat messages if you want to hit them. You yeah, we can them? do the chat chat quickly. Leave somebody's more chat got, chat messages. Somebody's got the antler meeting tonight. I'm sorry about that, everybody. Now that the student debt crisis center has closed because I got my student debt canceled, my wife and I have now had a baby, which is very stressful. Cody. So I've opened up the baby crisis debt center <laughs> because we're just That's not great. sleeping enough and no one told us it was going to be this bad and well our house is the baby we'll crisis center wait for another bill to be passed that helps us out with maybe someone else taking the baby so that we can just enjoy our lives while the baby gets older and maybe we'll meet them when they're about 10 years old it why not cody <laughs> sounds fine to me Let's get back. Let's get to uh, brass tacks here. Uh, first off, um, I'm glad that uh, Tom and Alice are, are doing better than they were a few days ago. Of course, we uh, are too. I did not need to hear about uh, uh, Tom making out with Alice. Um, yeah, but, we had a lot uh, of that I can reaction. Get over that, but yeah, don't I want don't... that seared in your mind. I, I know uh, that's I the best uh, advice I can get. Just, just don't. It'll, it'll, it'll. Uh, It'll uh, damage your corneas and whatnot. But um, uh, also, uh, happy birthday to uh, uh, IU, I, IU's greatest basketball coach, Bobby Knight. Love Bobby Knight. And um, the uh, thing that uh, the woman said that she wouldn't do, yeah. but if uh, she he went with the house, he would she would do. Yeah, was uh, a uh, role play. Where she would dress up like Red Riding Hood and he would dress up like the big bad wolf. Is that true? Okay. Sounds like he might be a furry, Justin, and I don't Th- approve of that. That's probably a thing. That's probably a thing. I have no problem with that. Well, thank you for listening. Um, and I'm going to go see my movie. And tomorrow I'm going to go see Jeff Deal. And uh, Post insurrection? You, can... you expect <laughs> that you'll be arrested tonight? No, I'm not going to be arrested. Um, there was a thing in Newburyport last week that had protesters at it. That was about like parents' rights and education, but I didn't go to that. I didn't have time. But anyway, you can uh, join us on the Patreon chats, patreon.com slash burnbarrel if you want to do that. You can always find us for free at burnbarrelpodcast.com. Say la vie.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.